so Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Ooh. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, very hard-working <laughs> Disney at the Holidays loving wife yeah. and co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are actually recording this episode on the date it comes out on Yay. Sunday, December 4th, 2022. I have the weekend off, if you can believe it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> First time in over a month that I've had not only the weekend off, but just two days off right. in a row. Crazy. Uh, I don't know what to do with all my time. I know. It's been wonderful having you home on a weekend, and it's a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. I mean, always fun uh, sharing it with you and getting to share this podcast with you. Thank you for joining us today. We are recording this episode on Sunday, December 4th. Welcome to December, everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we invite you to sign up for our newsletter or check out our blog for some hopefully beneficial and interesting topics. Yeah, just some fun stuff to kind of be more involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world, whether it be through the newsletter or Michelle is doing a great job with the blog on the website. Now you can find some interesting stories there as well. Just kind of keeping you in the know with what's going on. Another way we do that is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook. Facebook group. Yeah, that's a great group. And we have so much fun with everybody that's in there. Um, they're, you're all wonderful. And 
if you're not part of it, you might want to try to consider joining. Yeah, it. just, you know, we consider ourselves the show of positivity and that group is full of positivity. Right. And that's exactly where we want to be. And that's exactly what we want to express. And we want you to come along for the journey, both here on the podcast and through our social media, especially that Facebook group. Also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick uh, search for Hyperion Adventures podcast, hit subscribe, and you'll never, you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. Right. Feel free to reach out to us for anything. That's true. Reach out to us for anything, <laughs> any reason whatsoever, even if it's just to say hi. We appreciate it so much. Now, before we get into this week's show, we always kind of like to take a look back at the week that was because, you know, there's always some highs, some lows, some highs, some lows, some twists, some turns. There's always some interesting peaks and valleys that go through the week, but we focus on the peaks. We focus on the good stuff that happens every single week. And we like to share it on this show with our favorite thing from the week that was. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's <laughs> awesome, wonderful, all things great in the mm. world. She does the best research. She has the best lists and you know she has the best tips, but she also almost always has the best my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Uh, well, I think my favorite thing this week was uh, what's going to be in our main topic of today's show. And just the fact that as a family, we got to go and experience some holiday fun at Walt Disney World. Yes, uh, that was uh, probably my favorite thing from this week as well. We had uh, such a great time out mm -hmm. there. And we'll be sharing that all with you here coming up in just a short minute or two. Um, but, but there were some a couple other things that I really enjoyed from this week. Um, I, I know it was tough yesterday when the U.S. soccer mm -hmm. team finally fell, but it's been a good week or so of U.S. soccer. And I've just loved the World Cup in general. I just love when these international soccer clubs get together. And, you know, this competition's always fantastic every time they have it, every four years or so. Right. Yeah. No, it's been interesting. It's my first year of really kind of delving into it. So it's been fun watching that yeah. for sure. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, the U.S. team didn't advance past uh, the first game in the knockout round. But uh, proud of you guys. You did well. Yes. And uh, we're looking forward to four years from now when it's going to be mm -hmm. here in North America, mostly I in know. the U.S., but also in Canada and Mexico as well, and seeing what comes of that. Uh, a couple other things that I really tickled my fancy this week were uh, there's some we saw some trailers this week uh, mm -hmm. from the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 right. which looked really good and the new Indiana Jones movie that's coming mm -hmm. out, Indiana Jones 5. What is it called? The Dial of Destiny or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Not yeah. the greatest title, but <laughs> uh, it was good to see Indiana Jones. And I'm looking forward to that film for sure. Yeah, the trailer looked really intriguing. I, I, I thought it was well done looking trailer for not knowing what's the storyline. Yeah. I don't think they gave away too much. No, but, but it, looked, it looks like there's going to be some time travel or at least some flashbacks or something right. going on there because we did see a de-aged in, indie in right. that. So uh, it'd be interesting. I'll be looking forward to when that comes out uh, later in 2023. So, But enough about last week. Let's go ahead and get to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including... We received more details about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, including mm -hmm. when the reimagining will begin. Yeah. We'll share that. We now know the lineup for the Disney on Broadway series at next year's Epcot International Festival of the Arts. That's one of our favorite mm -hmm. things. We'll be looking at that as well. 
We've been busy celebrating Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary for the past year plus, and we're getting set to celebrate the entire Walt Disney Company's 100-year anniversary in 2023. Well, there's another popular Disney entity that's getting set to celebrate a landmark birthday as well. We'll have that all the information mm. on that for you. And we have a date for the highly anticipated return of a guest favorite Disneyland parade. So lots of Disney yeah. stories this week that we'll get to you right after this, because let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Yes, so for this week's main topic, we are fully into the holiday Mm -hmm. season now that we've gotten past the Thanksgiving holiday. We are full-fledged into Christmas and the rest of these season, these seasonal holidays that are happening around this time. We put our holiday lights up uh, yesterday. We got our tree up. And so we were just so excited to go experience some of the wonderful decor and everything at the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah, and actually doing some of the things we haven't done in a while. Yeah, or at all. The first time. A couple things that we've Mm -hmm. done for the first time that we're going to share for you as well, including I'm going to tell you where I think my new favorite charcuterie board on property is located. (laughs) We'll be telling you where that is coming up within this episode. So uh, let's start with we traveled to the Walt Disney World Resort. It was a quick trip. It was Mm -hmm. just a one-nighter. I only had one day off earlier in the week. I had this weekend off, but we only had one night off one day off uh, earlier this week. So we just made a quick trip out. I left after we got off work at, you know, around three o'clock mm-hmm. and got out there uh, a little after five um, to the Walt Disney World Resort. And uh, we just, you know, had a good fun evening and the next day at the park. Right. Yeah. It was a midweek trip and, uh, you know, thought that it was going to be super crowded but i think we were pleasantly surprised at some of the things that we found that weren't that bad yeah it wasn't that bad at all um you may wonder why we did this on the weekday when i only had one day as opposed to the weekend when i had two days off well our son scott's uh has the pixie dust right. annual pass, which is blacked out for the weekend. Right. So if we're going to go to the parks, we got to do it during the week. So that kind of worked out. And it was also it was the benefit of us using our uh, DVC points for a resort that right. are hoping to open up in midweek for yes. us. That was, that was good. Right, so, right. Um, so here's how I'm going to kind of go through how it broke down um, on our trip. Uh, we went out first and decided to go visit the Fort Wilderness Resort, um, because as we've been telling you many, many (laughs) times for many, many years, the guest decorations out there are phenomenal. And we wanted to experience this year's guest decorations for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, usually we, you know, when we've done this, it's been a couple of years, we've done it um, very close to Christmas time. And this is the first time I think we went that it was closer to Thanksgiving. So we weren't sure what we were going to find there. Um, And also in terms of being able to park on property, I think one of the things that benefited us is that we were on a night when uh, Hoop De Doo wasn't playing. Um, We did have a mobile order as well because they had some special um, time-limited cupcakes yes uh available so we wanted to make sure to take advantage of that as well yeah we'll tell you about those cupcakes in just a moment here but yeah that's how we got into the fort wilderness resort Mm -hmm. with our car 
So we were we got put that mobile order in, let them know we had a mobile order there, and that allowed us to, hey, this is a little, you know, sneaky, sneaky way to get in there. <laughs> let them know we had a mobile order, and we were able to go there, and they told us we needed to park and then take the transportation, the resort transportation down to the other end. We kind of went around that a little yeah, we, bit. Yeah, we may or may not have followed that rule. <laughs> to <laughs> we, a T. <tea. laughs> may not. May not. We did park for a second. For a, we, we, we may, yes, we did park for a second. That is correct. We, we did. Um, so we went down and we got those cupcakes. I dropped Michelle and Scott off to get the cupcakes. And I drove around and picked them back up. And then we just kind of drove through some of the campsites to check out the decorations. And once again... They are phenomenal. If you have never gone, please, if you're going out to visit the Walt Disney World Resort during the holidays, make it a part of your trip to go check out what the guests do because it's amazing what they do to to you know to spruce up their campsites. Right. And they're very proud of it and as they should be and uh, we were able to actually meet a couple of the folks that were, you know, had decorated their campgrounds. If you've never been at the campgrounds, they, they have what's called loops. So you, you know, it's like a, um, sections that you can go in. It's one way drive and the, the, uh, all the trailers and things are parked on the outer edges of that. I don't know if that, if I described that right. very well, but so, you know, we were actually able to drive, you know, very slow, got out several times, took some pictures. I mean, it was just, Phenomenal. There's some that I know we've seen in the past um, that they come every year. This is their holiday tradition. And uh, but we saw some new things that were really creative. It was it was really special. Um, yeah, we drove around with our car. Uh, the best way to do it is if, if you can get a golf cart secured rent one and take that one around. That's probably the best way right. to experience it. You can also just go over there and just walk around through mm -hmm. a couple of the loops. It, it'll get to put some mileage on your feet if you start walking through a lot of the loops. Right. But there's a few really close to where like they, you can bring the boat in from Magic Kingdom right. and and stop there and then you know go past the hoop de doo and just kind of walk around there. I mean, matter of fact, some of the, the like the biggest wall of inflatable holiday decorations right. is like right out front there. You right. Know, like yes. Just a huge wall of them. Even if you go no further than that, you're going to see some pretty cool decorations. Yeah. There's, you know, obviously some people that you can tell, as I mentioned, come year after year and they just keep expanding what they've had. But they also, um, you can tell there's a lot of families that come together that have multiple campsites adjacent to each other and they just kind of, uh, create their own winter wonderland in that area. And it's, it's pretty amazing. If you don't have a car to do it, you could still, um, you know, as Tom mentioned, take a, a boat from Magic Kingdom. It's probably your easiest way to get over there. And um, then do some walking. But you can also, at the at every several loops, they have bus transportation bus stops. So you could actually wait for a bus to come and take you a little further away to other loops and stuff like that. So you yeah. wouldn't have to walk the entire time. That's true. Yeah. I and mean, there are various bus stops throughout it. So right. you can kind of, you know, you just have to remember where you've been right. as you're following <laughs> those buses along so you can know where to get off at. And you can kind of, and you can kind of see them. That's how we picked it out. You can kind of see from the, the road, the main road there, where some of the best decorations right. might be. You can see some of the lights from the road there and say, okay, this is one I want to get off at and, and go peruse myself. Right, right. Um, but highly recommended. It was so good. And I'm telling you, like some of these people, 
Like literally, they are putting thousands of dollars yes. into their decorations. Yes. I mean, seriously, if you add up some of these places right. and what they have placed out there, you're like, man, that is so. They put in so much to build this up right. and make it so special for for themselves, but also for everybody who comes around and takes a look at them. Exactly. We did see, um, and we ended up talking to the people who had it there, a golf cart that was a replica of Mater. Yeah. Um, come to find out that they rented that. So there are places that you can, you know, rent already decorated golf carts. Right. You know, if you're, if you're going to stay there. Um, and, and there's others that rent them and they decorate them a little bit. Or there's those that also bring their own golf carts in, you know, almost pre-decorated right, and right. ready to go. Because yes. that's, they just, you know, even the golf carts get in the holiday fun. Right. So what was your favorite display? Uh, Wow. I think I like the Christmas tree lot one oh, where yes. the guy was like, you know, he had all these different Christmas trees there and right. like, like as if it, and it was like named, like I'm getting the name completely wrong, but it was like Dave's Christmas tree lot right. or something like yeah. that, you know, and then they were all decorated and all lit up and it was really, really cool. What about yours? Yeah, I, I did love that one too. And it, it is amazing to think that somebody brings a bunch of trees yeah. <laughs> on their vacation and sets them up on, you know, again, there's, there's a fair amount of space um, in between each of the the campsites where each person parks their their camper and everything. So, but yeah, that was really creative. I I think I was just blown away by the person that had the hundreds, and I'm saying hundreds of, you'd say hundreds, right? I would definitely tens. I don't know if there was a hundred, but there were it was multiple tens. I'd say there was at least 60. Okay. A hundred might be a bit of a stretch. You're talking about the Star Wars. Star one, Wars. Yeah. yeah. The stormtroopers. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if a hundred hundreds, but they definitely. They went around the corner. I think there were two. There were a lot. There yeah. were a lot. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was 50 or more, I would say. Um, yes. And, and yeah. Um, but there were a lot. Right. But, and they had, you know, um, I wouldn't quite say totally life-size, but pretty large ones that were each individually decorated with like Christmas sweaters. Yes, and ugly like, sweaters. Ugly sweaters. And, yeah. um, then they had some smaller ones, not really tiny. I would say probably about um, two feet high uh, of some of the big name uh, characters from Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, Luke, Han, right. Kylo, Darth Vader. Right. They were in holiday attire. There were um, several Yodas right. with like Santa hats on <laughs> and stuff that were out there with the little festive shirts on as well. Right, right. All lined up. Really something to take in for sure. Yeah. I, I think I want to do a slideshow of all the pictures that we took, but that one I just couldn't take enough pictures because <laughs> it was just so phenomenal. But it, I'm, And I'm sure they don't do justice to being there and, and seeing you know, so many things set up by individuals. Yeah, uh, it's really, it's really cool. Again, um, I, we've said this many times, um, we're being realistic at it because even we are blown away, even though we've mm -hmm. done it many times. Mm -hmm. um, go check this out, please. Take a night, take a couple hours, head over to Fort Wilderness and really, it's so festive. You're right. really not going to be disappointed if you go out there and check this stuff out. You know, as simple as it, some places can be, that it's all fun and it's all puts you right in the holiday mood. Right, right. And, you know, I, I think we went pretty early. In fact, it was just starting to get dark when we when we first started looking around. Um, so 
there we did get to see some people, probably not as many because I think some people were either still in the parks or maybe having dinner or something like that. But um, anytime you go, it can just be a ton of fun. Right. It was a very merry night. So some people might have been to the party mm -hmm. or they might have been just heading back right. to it by when we got from it, when we got there. So don't know exactly, but um, still the decorations were there Yeah, and they were plentiful and they were wonderful. I know. I know. And like you said, you won't be disappointed. You just can be really right. blown away. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so we did, this is how we got in there. We picked up, we did a mobile order for um, something that was called the Chicken Dinner Cupcake Trio uh, from P&J's um, P Takeout, Takeout over there. Um, Southern Takeout. Southern Takeout? Yes, yeah, Southern Takeout. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we did have those. What did you think of those cupcakes? Well, in, first of all, in terms of the appearance, they were adorable. Um, you know, they were made to look like the, like a turkey dinner chicken chicken dinner? chicken dinner chicken dinner mm -hmm. yeah so it looked like on one of them it looked like it had like a chicken leg and it really did look pretty cool yeah um another one looked like peas and carrots and they used like between frosting and, and green m&ms um and i think they were like orange skittles or something like right, that. right right yeah. yeah and then on the other one it was to look like mashed potatoes with gravy and a pad of butter which and, was a starburst right was the pad of butter. <laughs> uh yeah they looked Phenomenal. I mean, uh, the the little uh, fried chicken leg was it was an apple fritter, right? Um, I think the the like the bone part of it was like a um, was like a pretzel stick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, they looked great. How was the taste of them? You know, um, they were good. I wouldn't say they were the best cupcakes I've ever had. They were good. Um, you know, they, they weren't easy to unwrap. I'll give that. It, so we, cause and they're we, small. They're they, not big cupcakes. Yeah, they're mini yeah, cupcakes. They're very, they're very much on the small size. Um, but, you know, some of them had better flavors than others. What about you? Um, well, first, here's what they are. They were the fried chicken apple fritter, uh, the vanilla buttercream peas and carrots, and the mock mashed potato Snickers mousse. Those are all the mm -hmm. cupcakes. Um, I thought the cupcakes themselves were good. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the flavor was fine. They were moist enough. Uh, and they were small. Um, but it didn't wow me. Mm -hmm. I was not wowed by anything out there. I think the best one was maybe the the, the Snickers mousse right. one. Mm -hmm. um, I like that. The um, Unfortunately, as good as the chicken leg looked, which was an apple fritter. Right. I was like, oh, it's an apple fritter. I love an apple fritter. Yeah. It was really, really dense. Yeah. And it just was not particularly great, unfortunately. The cupcake was fine, yeah. but that topping, you know, I kind of wanted that to be better. Right. Um, overall, they were fine. I just didn't, I wasn't like wowed by right. them. Right. I think the wow was the appearance. Yes. They looked much better than they, yes. they tasted. Um, and so th they were adorable. Um, it's not like they were bad. Right. But like you said, the wow wasn't in the flavor. The wow was in the... What the presentation. Presentation. Yeah. And the yeah. cupcakes were, I mean, the, the cupcakes themselves were fine. I mean, right. they were good, tasty cupcakes. Right. They just weren't like, Ooh, this is like some of these great, yes. these are some of the greatest cupcakes I've ever right, had. Right. Right. You know? Right. Um, one of the things that was interesting doing it as a mobile order and, you know, selecting the time. And so I did select the time, you know, for when I thought we'd be getting there, you know, to a little later, cause I figured we'd have some flexibility. Well, they, actually fill, fulfilled the order way before we yeah. got there, like a good half an hour or more from the the time frame. You know, normally you have your time frame and then you can select that I'm on my way. And well, I'm here is I'm what here. you're supposed to be. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, I mean. 
And I never did that. I never selected that, but I got the prompt that it was ready. And we were still on the highway. We hadn't even arrived to on Disney property yet. Um, so I, that was kind of surprising. I mean, there wasn't a problem. Um, when I went to get to pick it up, it wasn't in the normal place where you can just grab and go. Um, I did have to ask somebody and he's like, yeah, it was waiting under the lamp for a while. So I put it back in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that was an unusual of all the times with mobile order. I've never had that happen. Right. They, you know, but I, I guess because it was just cupcakes and it wasn't like other like right. a meal. It was something that was already created. Right. And so they just pulled it out of the refrigerator right. or whatever. Yeah. And Figuring if I her. got there yeah. earlier. So. Yeah. But, so, yeah. That, that was an interesting experience mm -hmm. for it, but it all worked out in the end. Right. So. So once we, after we ticked out the decorations and everything, we decided that the next step was going to be to go to one of our favorite resorts during the holiday season because their decorations are just so comforting mm -hmm. and homey and wonderful. And that was to head over to the Wilderness Lodge, which was very nearby, of course. Yeah. Uh, so we got there and how did we get in there? We didn't have a dining reservation anywhere. We weren't staying there. Well, we did another mobile order, didn't we? <laughs> we did, which was really good because it um, we we knew we wanted to go to the lounge and um, we wanted to make sure we had some food that may be more appealing um, for our son, Scott. Yeah. So that was good to have a mobile order um, from Roaring Forks. Yeah. So we ordered a, a quesadilla for him. Right. And that got us in through security. We parked there and went in and... Checked out some of the decor in the lobby, which is that that tree is my. I, I, it's really tough between because they're such different styles, mm -hmm. but they're both stunning. Uh, between that and the Grand Floridian right. lobby, as to what's my favorite to yeah. walk into Agreed. when you get to the holiday season. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's just also to the the ambiance that you get there. I mean, normally the ambiance there is always very wonderful, anyways. But you you throw in how they decorate it, how they have the the garland draping and just how it blends in with the wood feel and you know it's just very earthy kind of right. atmosphere it's, it's very homey it's yes. very just comforting there's something right. about the wood and the rocking chairs by the fireplace right. yeah. and on uh, this beautiful tree in the middle and it's just there's just something about it that's just very welcoming mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah so um that doesn't never fails it didn't fail this year it was great um as well and we decided to go to the territory lounge as michelle was talking about a little bit ago because we had not been there in a few years and they had some new things that we wanted to sample while we were there right if you listen to our show i think it was last month or maybe the month before we we we're talking about some of the new foods at the resorts and at some of the resort included some of the resort lounges, which included this one. Um, and so we, we did want to give that a, sh a try. Right. So we went in there and uh, we actually found a really nice table very easily. Yeah. I guess we were early enough in the evening that not enough people had come back to the resort or whatever, right. but we got a nice table with a couch, which is good for our son yes. to relax on. And, uh, you know, got picked up the, Michelle went, we made our order. Uh, Michelle went and picked up the quesadilla from the Roaring Fork for our son. And um, we just had a nice, nice evening sort of starter meal there. Right, right. Uh, and we found out, well, we kind of knew Scott liked cheeses anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? I mean, I really, if you don't like I cheese, know. come on. Right. But yeah, so, um, but we had also ordered uh, the popcorn sampler that they have there. Right. 
um, thinking that would also be something that would interest him as well as us. Right. Uh, and it did. It did. He went through a lot of the popcorn yes. that we had there. Uh, so here's what we ordered at the Territory Lounge. First of all, um, love that their wine list there. It's all kind of Pacific Northwest wines. Yes. They have a really nice wine list there. Mm-hmm. They have some great beers, some um, some great cocktails, especially if you're a bourbon lover. It seems like they have a lot of whiskey and bourbon flavor, uh, cocktails there. Right. I saw somebody with like a maple smoky one that was right. near us mm-hmm. that smelled wonderfully. Um, we just got a couple glasses of wine um, there. And we ordered the Territory Park popcorn sampler that you were talking about and the artisanal cheese and charcuterie um the popcorn sampler has five different uh, little things of popcorn um one's a spicy one's a caramel one's sea salt one's truffle and the other one is barbecue uh what did you think about the popcorn sampler um i think they were it was interesting nice flavors um it was fun to do that once i don't know that i have a urge to do that again um but it was it, it certainly was good. I thought for the price, it was reasonable right. for what you were getting in terms of a sampler. I mean, it's not like you're getting a huge popcorn bucket. You know, it, it's just like small, it's like ramekin cups right. of popcorn. I think I, we mentioned it that, you know, this was a, a place that if we were to go sit at the bar, you know, if it was just the mm-hmm. two of us, not our son with us, um, that's something we would do. And that seems like a perfect thing to get at the bar. Right. And while you have a glass of wine or whatever, yeah. it just seems like it's a little easier to drink or to eat than some of the other things. Um, as far as the popcorns themselves, they were kind of hit and miss to me. And the sea salt one was a little too salty to me, but it wasn't bad. Uh, the truffle one, I didn't think had enough truffle to mm-hmm. it to be calling it a truffle. Right. You, could, yeah. you could get the truffle, right? Um, but it wasn't that much. The spicy one, if you like spicy, it was spicy oh, I, and yeah, it was good. It quite a kick. Yeah. yeah. Um, barbecue one, I didn't think it really nailed the barbecue flavor so much. Right. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was a nice taste. It just right. didn't. Yeah, shout out right. barbecue. But the caramel one was really, really right. good. That was definitely my favorite. Um, and you mix that with a little bit. I actually liked it when you, you get a little bite of the spicy or the barbecue. Right. And, and a little bite of the caramel um, was really, yeah, really good. Yeah, that's how I enjoyed it better, too. I was yeah. just going to say the same thing, kind yeah. of mixing some of them together, especially that combo. Yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty good, not like didn't blow us away, right. is what I'm saying. But about like you that. said, it, it would be good if, you know, if you were just or visiting with some people and just didn't want to because you were going to go maybe have a full meal, but wanted a little something with right. with a glass of of a cocktail or wine or beer, whatever. And that would be definitely a great thing to have. Right. Now I said that the popcorn didn't blow us away. What did blow us away <laughs> was the artisanal cheese and charcuterie uh, board that came out yes. for this. Um, I teased it earlier. Yes. This may be my favorite charcuterie board on property. Now yeah. it is, it is excellent. It is. Uh, to- everything on that thing was phenomenal right yeah i'd say it's my favorite i i don't know that i've ever had one anywhere that could top that i haven't yeah I, i've had i've had many you know, other, even places, at other disney resorts and, and there other, are good ones yeah, in other places other hotels and resorts or wherever we've traveled i don't know that i've ever had one that great what i really loved about this one now it's all featuring again stuff from the pacific northwest right. cheeses and everything that's that's kind of based on the Pacific Northwest and the cheeses were all wonderful. Um, it had some pickled cauliflower on there mm-hmm. and some cornichons, uh, some wonderful honey that was uh, lovely. On yeah. There. The honey actually, it was, um, had a, a little bit of the, um, honeycomb in mm-hmm. it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the cheeses, um, I mean, it had a burrata, it had a really delicious blue cheese and a couple others that were phenomenal. But what I really loved about this one was that it's the first charcuterie um, board or plate or whatever that is really meat forward that mm-hmm. like the cured meats there were four different cured meats on there they kind of hang from it's really a, a wonderful presentation they right. kind of hang them from a clip uh, above the cheeses um and they were every one of the meats was fantastic mm-hmm. i mean like so good so right. well done so tasty so flavorful um it was and and combining them with the different cheeses and the honey right. and everything else it was it was terrific Right. Um, well, first of all, you taught me how to appreciate and enjoy that. What was that? The cheese? Burrata. burrata. And how did you, ha- you had me take that with a little bit of the, with any of the meats. Right. And a little bit of honey. And a little bit of honey. And it was fabulous. Um, so that was, that was a real treat. And um, you're right. It, it did have, uh, you know, th- a lot of the, it was meat forward. But the other thing that was really good about this, it really was, an amount that was worthy of sharing. Right. I would, you know, you could share it with more than two people. We did. (laughs) Scott actually got into it a little bit more than we thought he would. Um, But anyways, definitely two people could share it and enjoy it. Whereas some other ones that we've had on property um, and for similar prices were not as plentiful. Barely two people can enjoy it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm thinking of one that, you know, we've tried to share, but it's really, it's a, it's a one person. Yeah. <laughs> we like it. It's yes. good. But it's really good, but. Uh, yeah, this one good. definitely had enough to share. In fact, yeah, it if had you at least just one person, it would kind of be, I think a bit. I think overdone. all the meats had like three or four slices of at each least, one. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So there's plenty of meat to go along with the, you know, the cheeses. There wasn't like a, you know, a huge thing of cheeses, but did, there were enough that everybody could sample a little right. bit of one. If you had three or four people there, um, yeah, it was just it was it was phenomenal. I can't wait to go back and try it again. Right now, when we're saying that it has all this, you know, food on on this serving, it's not like a meal. No, I mean maybe if you were eating it alone, you might get that's true. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> feel full, but you might feel right. satisfied. But it's it's definitely a, a more robust appetizer. You know, yeah. um, we did hear you know from the server that the flatbread is also fabulous I, that's what one of the servers said that the loaded baked potato mm-hmm. flatbread was was the other favorite right. dish from a lot of her favorites there. yeah you know so yeah and we're looking forward to trying that the next time right we go out. that right. might be more of a meal yeah eating yeah something like that along with these other things right but. right yeah so the lounge doesn't open up till um late afternoon i think it's four o'clock that it opens up, but, um, it's definitely a great spot if you're in the area to check out. Yeah. And it seems like it does, it kind of goes by the wayside a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost, it's a slightly hidden. I don't think it's really hidden, but I think you can kind of pass by it pretty quickly if you're not paying attention. Um, but it's, it's a great spot. Yeah. I mean, I think I didn't see a lot of people there that were, uh, potentially going to the character dining that's there, um, right next to it. Point. Right. Um, but I think there were some people who would go in there to, you know, maybe if they got there ahead of their reservation, they might stop there. And again, that might be a place if you wanted to have like a 
pre-dinner cocktail and some popcorn or you have kids with you that could have some sure. popcorn too. Yeah. No, it's really good. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, if you, if you're a fan, especially of cured meats, mm-hmm. uh, but of, uh, of cheese and charcuterie, uh, boards, um, right. this is one you're going to want to sample for right. sure. Exactly. When you're, when you're out at the Walt Disney world resort. So once we wrapped up our little sort of, uh, meal there, semi or starter meal, yeah. um, there, uh, it was time to go ahead and head to our own resort, which was, this is going to be the first time that we were staying at the villas at the Grand Floridian mm-hmm. Resort and Spa. Uh, we got a deluxe studio right. there um, for the one night. Uh, Michelle, what were your thoughts on uh, the room and uh, the building itself? Because it's in a separate building from like, like right. the main lobby. Right. It is a separate building. And I think um, that was something, fortunately, I noticed uh, several years ago that you know, it, it is an offshoot building, so it's not maybe cons- as glamorous looking as the giant lobby of the Grand Floridian. Um, but they do have a very adorable fountain in the middle of the lobby here that is themed towards Mary Poppins, which is one of the, the themes the, the resort of the villas has has taken on. Um, but it has, it's a fountain that has the the penguins with the, with kind of like the tea party theme and how the, the water comes out of some of the teapots and stuff like that. It, it's adorable. So it is really quaint. Um, and so that was kind of nice. Um, we, I knew we had a standard view, so it wasn't like a lake view. It was a deluxe resort. They do have the newer um, room styles, which is the, the resort villas. Um, they're different. So, uh, I'll talk first about what we, we got here, which was the deluxe resort and uh, inside the room, it had, you know, uh, uh, the bed and a couch that would become a Murphy bed. And, but the one thing that I really thought was very well in the design that I liked and convenient is, so they had a, a shower, like a rain shower, walk-in rain shower, but then they also had a tub with a shower. Um, and so you had opportunities if you had, you know, multiple people wanting to shower or get ready in the morning, whatever, that two people could do that because it was there. Now they had only one official bathroom, but it, you could close the door to have both of those bathing areas. Yeah. Essentially it had three sliding uh, doors mm-hmm. there. So you can close it off both doors to walk into either side. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was the toilet and uh, the tub shower. Right, tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other was the sink and the rain shower, right. the big kind of walk-in shower. Um, you could set, there was a door sliding in between those two rooms to separate them. And there's two doors on the outside that slide as well. Right. So it could, be a, it, could, of the- it could either be a very large single bathroom right. or two smaller bathrooms rooms essentially yeah so I love that convenience to have that that area um, with with those options Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought the the color scheme was nice Um, we had a a nice balcony like we had said we had requested a higher room that wasn't available but we knew that going in being that it was just one night only Um, but we did get a you know good view to be able to watch the monorails we had a corner room so we were like we we had nothing on to the left side of us and right there was the monorail right uh, path the monorail track there yeah and then we uh, overlooked kind of like a, a courtyardish area um so it was it was very pretty it, you know i loved having that view like you said it, it, the i mean like i said the, the one thing that would make it 
spectacular would have been to be up just slightly higher yeah would have been one really really levels. good yeah. yeah but i can't complain like you said i loved having that we had an end room um so having that one side of the balcony on open an open area as well as mm-hmm. the facing forward mm-hmm. exactly uh that made it but that did make it nice uh and the room is slightly refurbished in that like you mentioned uh Previously, they added the Murphy bed mm-hmm. that, you know, the couch that comes and turns into a Murphy bed right. essentially comes out of the wall. Right. Um, behind the Murphy bed, there is a wonderful uh, painting kind of of 17 Cherry Tree Lane right. and Cherry Tree Lane in general. So yep. you get that uh, you get that Mary Poppins aspect to you when you put the bed down. Uh, they also have a um, Murphy bed underneath the television that you've seen in probably many of the resorts there. Right. There's a Dumbo theme on right. that, yeah. which was really cute as well. Um, they do have the new TVs in there that mm-hmm. you can cast things to, which is also nice. Uh, didn't look like they did a ton of it to spruce up some of the, you know, some of the fixtures in the bathroom seem a little older or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but in general, it was comfortable. It was spacious enough for the three of us, right. you know, and that's good. Yeah, everything but worked. Everything worked. <laughs> that's always a plus. And it has a very large balcony. The balcony yes. was really nice to sit out. I sat out there for a couple hours yeah. that morning and drank coffee right. and just watched the monitor go by and look out we saw there was actually up on the roof there was a weather vane on top and there was a a bird sitting up there and i'm like is that real or is that part of the (laughs) resort no it was actually a bald eagle right parts it was a real live bald eagle parched on top perched on top of this uh weather vane which was and he just sat there for the longest time it was really fascinating to check out but um i enjoyed it um i don't know if it's uh one of our favorites now Mm -hmm. but it's it's definitely a good resort that we'd stay in again i think um if the point total is less Mm -hmm. you'd probably more likely to stay there more often but um enjoyed it yeah um you know i i've seen pictures of the one bedroom which you know is a little bit more elaborate in some of the decor that they use and stuff which we see in in pretty much all the all the disney villas once you get to the one bedroom and above you know it, it looks maybe a lot more beautiful right. <laughs> i don't know what, what other way to say not that this other one wasn't beautiful this is more of a quaint room um they can only do so much trying right. to fit as much as in as they did into yeah. this room yeah so the studios tend to look you know kind of like your traditional um hotel rooms now that being said so like i said we had a bed and a couch that had a pull down murphy bed from the wall the newer um disney resort villas have two beds they don't have the couch right so at least that's that's what we've seen online we have not actually experienced them for ourselves right, yet. right. but yeah and that's you know in researching it because i'm trying to decide which what we wanted to request for this trip um that was one of the things that that was a draw for us was to have the couch mm-hmm. area to be right. able to you know where we could sit and you know we thought we might even you know have a meal there or whatever, which we ended up getting some food yeah, there, which I'm just know. about to talk about here. Right. So, uh, yeah. So once we got into our room there, you know, we had to eat a little bit, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. but, uh, splitting it between three people, a couple, those couple things, we were still a bit hungry. So we decided to go ahead and make a mobile order to the Gasparilla Island grill, mm-hmm. which is there. It's a great place to pick up some, a sandwiches and some flatbreads and some other things right. when you were at the Grand Floridian really easily. And uh, they also had a, a holiday item that I wanted to try, a mm-hmm. peppermint cheesecake that I wanted to make sure we got to sample some holiday foods. Right. So we can give you a, a review of that as well. 
Uh, so we walked over there and went to, through the lobby of the Grand Floridian again. Uh, as stunning as always. Mm-hmm. It's just such a beautiful Victorian type Christmas. Right. Different than the Wilderness Lodge in its style, but still equally as beautiful. Exactly. I can't. I couldn't say it better. I think you captured that pretty yeah. well. Um, checked out the uh, gingerbread house, which is mm-hmm. always the best gingerbread house, in my opinion, on mm-hmm. that I've seen personally right. on property. It's always so great, and they have so much detail involved with it. So right. When saw that, and um, it's just great. I just love between... I, I, we hit up the two best spots, in my opinion, to hit up for the holidays right. as far as uh, resort decorations mm-hmm. in the Wilderness Lodge and the Grand Floridian. Yeah, yeah. That first night, we definitely hit the jackpot with that, with that location, mm-hmm. those locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so went over, picked up a couple sandwiches and a uh, pepperoni flatbread for <laughs> our son, Scott. He was really happy with that. Took those back to our room. Um, what did you think about your soup? And you got a tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Um, I was, you know, I, I think I've been very spoiled at Disneyland at Jolly Holiday. Right. They have the best um, tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich this was pretty close um the the soup is a little creamier and i think i tend to be needing less cream in my tomato soup but it you know it was very tasty and it was kind of filling because it was a lot of um the sandwich was pretty large Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that was good Uh, My sandwich was also large, mostly because it was a lot of bread. Um, I got the caprese, which was had some really good um, focaccia. Mm -hmm. The bread was really tasty, um, but there was a lot of it. Like I think they could have trimmed the focaccia down a little bit. It might have been a little (laughs) bit easier to eat, Uh, but it was good. Mozzarella, some heirloom tomatoes, Mm -hmm. some basil, everything. It was it was a very tasty. It was a little messy to eat because it was so much bread and so big, and you know, try and bite into. Uh, but it was tasty. They have those house-made potato chips mm-hmm. there that are always so good as well. And enjoyed that. Uh, and Scott tore through his flatbread. It's yeah, flatbread yeah. time for, I'm sure he enjoyed <laughs> that. I blinked much. and it was gone. Yeah. Um, and then we also had the peppermint cheesecake, which mm-hmm. is the holiday specialty item that they had there. What did you think about the peppermint cheesecake? Um, you know, I, th- I thought it was good. Uh, it wasn't the best cheesecake I've tried, um, but it was pretty good. Uh, I- I did really get a peppermint rush in one of the bites. So I, I thought that was kind of good. If you're a fan of peppermint, this was pretty good. Yeah, I, I it was okay. Um, I didn't think the flavors meshed well enough. Um, you know, the cheesecake was really tangy and forward. And then you had the peppermint there, which kind of it seemed like they were kind of almost conflicting right. a little bit with every bite. It wasn't bad. It just, again, it wasn't, um, ideally when I saw it, I'm like, Oh, that's something we have to try. Yeah. Agreed. Cause I love cheesecake and I love peppermint holiday stuff. Right. Uh, so I wanted to try it. It just didn't quite hit the marks. It didn't blend well enough to me. They either needed to make the cheesecake flavor a little more subtle or the peppermint flavor a little more subtle. Right. Involved right. In it, exactly. In my opinion. Yeah. So. And it's kind of funny when I was purchasing it and I was talking to the cast member there and asked if he liked it. And he's like, well, I guess if you like peppermint, he goes, not my thing. So I probably should have taken heed of what he was saying, although you never know. I would have wanted to try it anyway. Yeah. I would have wanted yeah. to try it, I, you know, even what he said, because I always want to judge for myself. Right. And it was a holiday item. 
Uh, we were early in the holiday season. More of the holiday items were coming out a little bit later. Right. Um, so this was something that we could sample that was right. a definitely a holiday right. item. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, we also did pick up some uh, gingerbread shingles from the gingerbread house. There, they, That gingerbread mm-hmm. house, they have a store right in there where you can pick up. The, the items has grown how much stuff you can buy there. Yeah. I mean, it used to be you just be able to pick up the shingles and that right, was pretty right. much it there. Yeah, now they have like this the long menu of things that you can buy there. Right, exactly. And they, But they do have samples in, in like different display cases that you can see what you're purchasing and you know, and it has the price there too. So you can know what you're getting. Right. What did you think about the gingerbread shingles? They're chocolate uh, kind of coated on one side and then uh, gingerbread throughout. Mm-hmm, what did mm-hmm. you think about the shingles? Um, you know, it's funny. I've gotten them many times. I felt like this, this batch or this one that we tried wasn't quite as good as what I remember in the past from their, their shingles. And I know you and I talked about that and you brought up how we were also frequent buyers of gingerbread men at Disneyland when they used to sell it all the time. They used to have it all the time at um, some of their bakeries. Um, But even still, I think with other shingles, I was kind of surprised that Mm. I've always like gotten them and think, wow, this is fabulous. And, And when we tried it, it was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. It's kind of what I remembered from the, the shingles of getting yeah. them in the past. They're kind of always, we've been so spoiled by Disneyland. Look, nothing against Walt Disney World's baked goods and their candies mm-hmm. and everything at the confectionaries. Right. Disneyland blows them away yeah. as far as what they create there and what they put out. Disneyland's are always better, in, in my opinion. I right. have not found anything that's better at Walt Disney World than what I've tasted at Disneyland. Right. And that goes for their gingerbread stuff as right. well. It's like the perfect balance of spice and ginger and everything else within those. And uh, and so everything is going to be a probably lesser experience when it's with gingerbread yeah. for me in that regard. It could be. I mean, I felt like this year it was a little more almost cakey mm-hmm. versus cookie like. Right. But it's, it was still good. It was it just, good. I'm just spoiled. Yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you right now yeah, that first I'm spoiled. World issues yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, they're good. We still have more. We're going to be eating more over right. the next couple of nights <laughs> and uh, enjoying those just fine. They just, like I said, I, uh, totally spoiled by what we've dealt with, with that. Right. Disneyland, yeah, so. exactly. So, so I went to bed, got up the next morning, had coffee, sat out on the balcony, really nice watching the monorail mm-hmm. go by and just kind of took it easy that morning and then we headed over to Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, to check out some of the park decorations there and get a little food, go on a few attractions with our son, some of his favorite stuff. Right. Um, what did you think? I mean, I know that they, the, the decorations mm-hmm. rarely change at Magic Kingdom, but what did you think about the decorations at the park? Oh, I thought they were really adorable and I enjoyed them. I mean, they do each year have some, you know, um, whether you call it theming or just type of more unique displays of some things here and there mainly like what's over the shops and stuff like that so that was really it was really pretty um i guess we very much lucked out on the weather was comfortable it wasn't very hot um yeah upper 70s while we were there right. maybe maybe barely uh, tucking into 80 but yeah. it wasn't bad at yeah all. it wasn't super humid or anything like that either so um i think that really helped with it um when we first arrived at the um the entrance we were surprised or at least i was surprised with how thick the crowds were there um it looked more like what you see at disneyland on most days um and i was really kind of surprised but i do think that there were a lot of people who 
Um, it, you know, might've been like their first day into the park for that trip. So there were a lot of things that were, they, there were a lot of people having challenges with their, with their magic bands and their tickets and things like that. So I think that kind of slowed it down because, uh, a couple hours later we went, yeah, there was we nobody by, there. there was nobody yeah. there. So this was just kind of, and it wasn't like the park hadn't just opened, but I think it was still when most people were arriving in the morning yeah, at the park. I, I think it was just mostly unfortunate timing on our right. part that we kind of ended up getting to the gates because the park didn't seem significantly crowded. Right. Not that it wasn't crowded. It wasn't significantly crowded yeah. when we were inside there. So I think it just was poor timing yeah. in our part that we just happened to get there uh, right as maybe one of the ferries arrived and a couple of the monorails right. arrived or something. Yeah. I don't know. I know. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, inside the inside the park is going to be wall-to-wall people, and it wasn't that. So like I said, I think like you, you brought out, a lot of people could have just departed from the transportation at the same time there. And like I said, I was seeing a lot of people with – you know, having to get, you know, somebody over with their, their iPad to try to figure out why they weren't able right. to get in. Their you ticket know. or their right. uh, magic band yeah. wasn't syncing up. Right. Or, or maybe some people didn't realize they needed reservations. I don't know. Um, but anyways, it, it did seem like a fair amount of people were needing some additional assistance than just scan and go right. in. Um, we had our own little issue when we got in that we needed to take care of. We went to, uh, to, um, the, what are they called again? They, they guest experience. Guest experience. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. I was thinking, I knew it wasn't guest services. Right. I was trying to remember what it was uh, because um, we use DOS for Scott right. and um, it's been more than 60 days, you yeah. know, which is that it used to be, it would last a long time right. um, until you had to re-up it. Um, but now it's 60 days and it's yeah. been 60 days since the last time we had used it. So actually I don't think it has been, but I th- was, but I think the, the, when we went the last time and they said you need to do it every 60 days, for some reason, I don't think they updated it. I think mm. they just gave us the DOS passes for Maybe. that or access that, that day. I don't know. but Could be. But it, I think it might have been 60 days since the last time we used it in the parks. It's been a little bit more, longer than you think. Time is flying by. And it, it's, it's easy to think about how, you know, right. oh, we were just there yesterday, it seemed like. But it's actually been a, a bit since. Yeah. I mean, we remember the last time we went was actually we just stayed in the cabin. We didn't actually even go into the parks. That's true. Maybe that's why I'm yeah. thinking it's yeah. been less because we didn't go into the parks, but we went. We, we were at the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. We just decided to stay at the. Our, yes. Our, so, uh, right. Our, oh, you're right. Our so Copper was, Creek cabin. Right. So. so it was 60 days since right. we used it in yeah. the parks. So um, we did go in. We tried out some of the uh, attractions. Of course, Scott always wants to do Small World <laughs> and many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I know. It's always like, which one we're going to end up he Which one first. we want first? Uh, we yeah. did the Tomorrowland Speedway we, while it was during the day, so we couldn't see them lit up. You could see the decorations right. there for that, where they kind of light those up mm-hmm. at night. Kind of somewhat of a seasonal overlay, right. you know, minimal, but it's, right. it's something there. Uh, then we decided to go ahead and get some lunch at Columbia Harbor House, one of our favorite mm-hmm. spots, and to get the Happy, uh, Happy Haunts milkshake there, yeah, which best. is a blackberry shake with a purple chocolate glazed donut on the top, one of Scott's favorites because yes. he loves the shake and he loves it's the donut. It's our favorite too. Let's he loves it. the donut even more. Yeah, it's one of our favorites too. <laughs> and it it's nice that it's not just a holiday. You know, when we first saw it, we were thinking, is this only for Halloween? But, but it is, and it's it's year-round. Yeah, it's just since it's right across from the Haunted Mansion. Right. It's Haunted Mansion-themed. It has uh, a straw on it that has, like, the, you know, like the wallpaper, wallpaper. Mm-hmm. from the Haunted Mansion in there. It's purple, kind of like the, you know, the color scheme right. for the Haunted Mansion. And it's tasty. It's really, really good. Yeah. It's one of our favorites. We've right. gotten it multiple times, and it's always good. 
Exactly. So um, we also got a couple other things while we were there. You got the uh, grilled salmon mm-hmm. um, where we were there. You're saying that the salmon was good, but the rice and the green beans under seasoned. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, they probably prepare these people for, you know, consideration of low salt or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so they needed a little bit of seasoning, but it, it was really good. I, I felt how they... Um, Cook the the fish was really mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to try something different this time that I haven't tried before because um, you know I just like to do something different every once in a while. And I tried the Doom Burger again, another haunted mansion yes. themed something. It kind of has a like a black bread bun, and it's a plant based crab cake sandwich with red onion and cabbage slaw. Now, what I will tell you about this is you don't want to get it <laughs> because. While it's not the worst thing I've ever tasted, it's not great. It's like, well, this is how I explained it to Michelle. When you talked about the crab, the quote unquote crab cake, right. it's like as if you took a crab cake and got rid of all the crab <laughs> and just made a cake out of the filler that normally you kind of get to bind the crab cake together. That's what it was like. It was not, it it wasn't impressive at all. And unfortunately it, it, it was disappointing. Right. I mean, it, the, the way the bread was, I could I, it definitely with, with the theming, you know, of having, it was like a domed top. And so it did kind of give you that essence of a doom buggy. Um, and I, I trust you on that. Yeah. I know that they try to have different options for, you know, plant-based eating. And for the most part, they do a, a really good job. That's job. why I wanted to yeah. try it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, it's too bad that this one wasn't one of those hits. Yeah. It, it was, um, it just, it seemed like, you know, and they use the old base seasoning in it, which you use a lot in crab cakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but it seemed like they use a bit too much of it. It was really overwhelming a lot. It just wasn't great. I can't recommend it, unfortunately. And there's right. so many things I could tell you. They're, you know, they're okay. They're pretty good. This was one thing I would say, uh, even if you're, you love plant-based stuff, um, unfortunately, I, I, at least from my experience, now it's just one plate. You never know. You know, somebody else could be a different chef on a different right. day and it could right. be delicious. You never know. But I can't recommend that you try it. I recommend find something else. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it just wasn't very good. Right. Even Scott, who eats just about anything. Was, <laughs> he wasn't really happy yeah, with it either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and he's a big bread lover, um, and that didn't seem to attract him either. But yeah. anyways, but the salmon, like I said, was the really, really was good. good. And, you know, for in terms of the rice and the green beans that come along with it, you know, just having, you know, adding some salt right. and pepper. I should have just stuck with the lobster roll. I should have just went to the lobster roll. I know. I, I keep always thinking, I'm going to try the lobster roll. And then I always get there and think, eh. Probably if I'm going to have the, the shake, I should yeah. go less calories. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many of the things there I've tried so many times. I wanted to try something different. Yeah. And I did. And now I know why I won't be trying that again. Right. So um, now we know. Now we know. That's it. Um, we did also get one more food thing uh, while we were there. We went over to the Cheshire Cafe and got the Magic Kingdom Club Eclair, mm-hmm. which is a strawberry curd uh, filled. Uh, it has a strawberry curd filling topped with whipped key lime panna cotta and a white chocolate magic uh, kingdom club key. Michelle, what did you think about that? Okay. So uh, a couple things just to kind of expand on the description. So think of an eclair and rather than having vanilla or chocolate inside, it has a very strawberry tasting um, cream in there. And the panna cotta, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like it was piped 
like I think what four or five across, and then this uh, white chocolate key. Key, yeah. It's but, a white chocolate, like it, almost. It's like cookie. A, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not a cookie, cookie but no. it's just a, it's a, a thin slice of of white chocolate, and and decorated on top was a, a key. key. It was beautiful. I was just gonna say it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, and I'm not a big panna cotta fan, so I was a little concerned about this. But when I tasted it, I really thought that strawberry and the the key lime blended so well. It was really I like the flavor combination. It was very strong flavors. You know, it wasn't like you would normally think of very light. It was like the strawberry was strawberry, you know, the key lime was really tart key lime, but it was perfect. Yeah. I, I thought it tasted good. I think the one thing I would have said is like maybe it could have done a little less of the strawberry curd mm-hmm. and had a little bit more pastry. Um, cause it felt yeah. like the, 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 the curd and everything kind of took over yeah. the dish. You didn't really get like eclair. You got a lot right. of panna cotta. You got a lot of curd, right? You got very little of the pastry itself, Yeah. but the flavors, I, I agree with you. They were on point. Yeah. And like I said, it was really, really beautiful. Yeah. So, so that was tasty. Mm-hmm. Recommend it. It was yep. good. Uh, definitely worth a try. So, um, that was it. We wrapped up kind of our trip there. We went over to the Polynesian because we mm-hmm. wanted to stop at one more hotel and check out some of the holiday decor. This tiny right. little Melakaliki Maka <laughs> yes. uh, a holiday decor over at the Polynesian Village. Uh, they're a little more subdued there, and what mm-hmm. they do than we than the two other resorts that we stopped at. Right. But uh, still had some uh, some beautiful beautiful tree and some uh, some wreaths and some other uh, wonderful stuff around there. And they had all their their tiki's. Yes. Uh, uh, kind of with little holiday touch to them yeah, as well yeah especially like lays and stuff yeah. like that were holiday themed yeah um we were too early in the day to be able to experience um the trader sam's but they also as we've mentioned in past episodes that have like some holiday cocktails and mocktails this time of year too so that's something that um you may be interested in trying out if you're out there right so that was it. We kind of called it a day. Wanted to head back to the Space Coast after that. But mm-hmm. uh, we really enjoyed our, our quick little jaunt out to the Walt Disney World Resort for the holidays. Yeah. I mean, it was it was great that we, you know, tried some things that we, we'd even just talked about on our last episode um, and experienced again. And we it was fun trying a new resort that we haven't stayed at as well. And it was, it was short enough to have, you know... Um, enough energy but to still want to say hey can't wait to come back right which won't be long yes we have another trip planned out there another from today another quick one it's a week from today wow yeah soon uh we have another quick trip planned for going out there that we're uh planning to experience some of the stuff at epcot right um once we uh get to that time and so we'll be sharing some more of the holiday uh, fun with you yeah. once we get to, to check that out here in like you said uh, a week from now right yeah not next week's episode no. but maybe the episode right after that yeah yeah so, so. and we love to, if you have any questions about the stuff we experienced this time or if you there's stuff you want us to check out when we get out to epcot coming up here in a week um please let us know hit us up at the gmail account not uh, you know dm us whatever mm-hmm. uh we'd be happy to share any information with you and um maybe try some things out that you want to know more about So that's a recap of our November 2022 holiday visit to the Walt Disney World Resort. (music) 
So it was a short trip, a fun trip, mm -hmm. but apparently we liked it so much we talked about it for quite a while. So let's go ahead and get surprised. to our Walt Disney or to our Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start with we received more details about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, including when the reimagining will begin. Mm -hmm. This from the Disney Parks blog. On Friday, they gave us a first look at a new scene and some of the brand new characters they're creating specifically mm -hmm. for the attraction. Of course, in Tiana's Bayou Adventure, you'll join Princess Tiana and jazz-loving alligator Louie uh, during Mardi Gras season as they prepare to host a one-of-a-kind celebration for the people of New Orleans. Uh, this new scene that they showed us is uh, the thrilling moment when you first drop into the bayou and encounter some of friends, both new and familiar. Mm -hmm. Really cool. There's yeah. some cool artwork if you go on to the Disney Parks blog to check it out. They say fireflies will light up the night and invite you deeper into the bayou, almost like they're waving you forward as beautiful Zydeco music fills the air. Of course, Zydeco is a special blend of rhythm and blues that was born in Louisiana. And when you hear it, you'll feel like you're truly stepped into Tiana's world. I love Zydeco music yeah. personally. Yeah, I do too. And I love how immersive this attraction sounds like it's going to be. Right. So they say here you'll find Lewis who explains where the amazing music is coming from. Uh, Tiana made some new friends out here, a band full of adorable critters, including an otter, a rabbit, a raccoon, a beaver, a turtle, and others. Mm -hmm. uh, the band members sing and play instruments made of natural materials they found in the bayou. They say it feels like you, they may have a bigger role to play in the story, mm -hmm. but we'll have to wait and see on that one. Now, here was the biggest news that came out of this. They said in preparation for this new experience and the many exciting updates ahead, Splash Mountain at the Walt Disney World Resort will be closing starting on January 23rd, 2023. So they can begin the next phase of the attraction's development. So if you are a original Splash Mountain fan or if you just want to experience it one more time, right. you have until January 22nd. It won't be open on the 23rd. The 22nd is your last chance to check it out. Uh, they didn't give us additional information on when Disneyland Resort's mm. version will be closing yet. Um, that news is coming, so may have a little longer on that. Not sure. I uh, wouldn't bet on it. If you're a fan and you want to get on uh, the original Splash Mountain one more time, uh, you best knock it out as soon as you possibly <laughs> yeah. can because uh, they're point. getting ready to make Good this this changeover. Um we also don't know when it will be reopening, but they, they've said that sometime that both resort locations will be opening somewhere in 2024. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So know that going in, but excited for Tiana's Bayou Adventure for sure. Yeah. It's everything we hear as they keep unfolding some information just sounds like uh, richer and richer storytelling. Mm -hmm, for sure. Uh, now, well, moving on to some more interesting news out of the Walt Disney World Resort. We now know the lineup for the Disney on Broadway series at next year's Epcot International Festival mm -hmm. of the Arts. This is one of our favorite things yes. about the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Uh, they say um, that it will be returning uh, with starting on January 13th. And uh, on Tuesday, they shared who will be on the stage as some of your favorites will be joining the Disney on Broadway concert series. They'll be uh, appearing three times every night that they're on, uh, on the stage. That's mm -hmm. uh, of course uh, from across from the American experience right. there. So here's the full lineup of who you'll be seeing. And now these are um, pairs that are, mm -hmm. will be combining for each of these nights. And if you want to look at the actual calendar, I'm not going to give you every single date here, right. but here's who, who will be sh uh, showing up. Uh, Kara Lindsay from Newsies and Kevin Massey from Tarzan will be together. Nice. 
Also, Ariel and Adam Jacobs will, from Aladdin will be appearing uh, together. Uh, Patty Murin from Frozen and Robert Creighton also from Frozen. That may be one I'm interested in because hashtag real men love Frozen. Uh, Mandy Gonzalez from Aida and L. Steven Taylor from The Lion King will be together. Mm. Mandy Gonzalez has most recently been um, Angelica right. uh, on Hamilton on Broadway. So yeah. she's coming down here. We got to see her perform. Uh, on board uh, the Disney Magic one time when we were doing oh, a transatlantic yeah, right. cruise. Yep, yep. Um, she's also been Elphaba uh, in Wicked and right. many, many other roles. I think one of her first roles was on In the Heights, a right. major starting uh, major role in that. So um, she's, they're all very talented, yes. but I know for sure that uh, she is fantastic yes. as well. Uh, also, Kissy Simmons from The Lion King and Josh Strickland from Tarzan will be appearing together. And Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins and Michael James Scott from Aladdin. And um, they will also have a special on February 20th extended finale performance featuring uh, Brown, Scott Simmons and Strickland all wow. performing together on that day. So you may want to look into that if you want a really phenomenal yeah. uh, show. Um, by the way, uh, Disney dining packages for the Disney on Broadway series will be going on sale beginning on December 13th. You can get that at artfulepcot.com. Again, just like with the Candlelight Processional now, uh, it's a great way to you know get a meal right. and be sure you have a great seat. Yeah. Um, be sure you don't have to wait in line or whatever, stand by to check out some of these wonderful performers. Yeah, very cool. So um, that's something we'll definitely be looking into mm -hmm. here uh, coming up on December 13th. Uh, moving on, we've been busy celebrating Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary for the past year plus, and we're getting set to celebrate, of course, Disney 100, the 100-year mm -hmm. anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. But did you know there's another popular Disney entity that's getting set to celebrate a landmark birthday as well? What? Yes, this again, straight from the Disney Parks blog, they say... On a warm, this is just telling a tale here. On a warm summer day in July of 1998, <laughs> the Disney Magic, which was, of course, the first mm -hmm. Disney Cruise Line ship, embarked on its maiden voyage, introducing the world to a new kind of cruise vacation where families are immersed in Disney storytelling. Well, so it's been 25 years now that Disney Cruise Line has been with us. And Very so, cool. yes, they're going to commemorate it with Disney Cruise Line's 25th anniversary celebration it's going to be called Silver Anniversary at Sea. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. It'll be filled with entertainment, merchandise, and celebratory experiences that we featured during summer 2023 sailings aboard all five of the ships. Uh, the new family entertainment activities will culminate in shimmering evening experiences created exclusively for the anniversary celebration. Um, they also said that they're going to be adding a new tier to the Castaway Club. Mm -hmm. You know, before we've had, of course, silver, gold, and right. platinum. Well, now there will be a pearl, which will be for those that have had sailed on 25 cruises or more. Nice. Yeah, we, yeah, it's good that they're doing that. Yeah, we don't know exactly what will be the um, special, mm -hmm. you know, benefits. enhancements, what you get, the benefits, thank you, uh, for what you'll get for being a member of Pearl. I think that uh, we have a cruise, uh, Disney cruise on the Wish coming up here in uh, early January, uh, early Feb late January, early February. Mm -hmm. um, that will put us, I think it's going to put you at 19 cruises disney cruises so we'll be six away wow. from getting there but um so we're still a little bit away but it's going to be nice to see what that extra tier brings right, right, and, and yeah. i think you know especially with so many people getting the chance to 
you know, sailing three day, four day right. sailings. Um, there's gotta be a lot of people that are looking forward to getting to that tier. Yeah. Or already there and right. getting ready to get some additional benefits. Right. I would like to say though, I wish that Disney cruise line would add like a, not only, you know, how many cruises you've been on, right. but also days at seas because we've had a couple like 15 day cruises right. that we've yes. done with Disney that would equal to like, you know, Oh, five, right. no, ten, ten. three-day yeah. cruises, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you know, we could be a little higher. I <laughs> know, days I know. Sea. But that's fine, you know. We're just being stuffy about it. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Understand it. So, anyway, um, uh, some of the things they'll be having there is they'll have uh, new looks for um, Captain Mickey and Captain Minnie. There's going to be a brand-new signature song for Silver Anniversary at Sea. There's going to be some wonderful new culinary creations and all sorts of, they say, memories that shimmer because I think it's going to be all kind of about the shimmer that's right. going to go along with nice. this. So um, really interesting. I'm looking forward to hear more about it as we progress into 2023. Yeah. Great that they're celebrating. Mm-hmm, for sure. Also, we had the date for the highly anticipated return of a guest favorite Disneyland resort parade. One that was, you know, going for about a week <laughs> before the pandemic struck. I remember when we were like, we were there for like, it was the first day they were doing like a soft, opening for it and we were there for the soft opening of the food and wine festival and we're right. like should we go over and check it out nah we're gonna get plenty of chances yes. to see magic happens <laughs> and then the pandemic a week later shut everything down and we never got to see it but now it's gonna be back this from actually disney social media they say calling all dreamers the magic happens parade will return to disneyland on february 24th 2023 this sensational daytime parade had a limited debut, very limited debut, <laughs> in 2020. Uh, so we can't wait for you to see this unforgettable spectacle that celebrates magical moments from Disney Store, from favorite Disney stories. Everybody said who got to see it that it was phenomenal. Right. That it's a great parade. I can't wait. It's going to be a while before you get back to Disneyland, but right. I can't wait to see it for ourselves eventually. Yeah, happy that it's going to finally reappear. Yeah, I remember we were, you know, in living in Southern Cal at the time, and, you know, that was actually a lot of the news media places were out there and showing things either on, you know, television or social media and showing, uh, you know, parts of the parade, and it did really look spectacular. So, yeah. yay. Yeah, I'm glad it's coming back. I'm glad they decided to stick with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after, gosh, three years yeah. uh, of a layoff, it's going to be back. Well, it might be on the three-year anniversary of when it lasted. <laughs> yeah. it was, uh, almost. But uh, so glad it's coming back. And um, from everything we've seen, uh, people are going to really love that yeah. when it comes back. Uh, one more quick note. If you're a fan of the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, the show on Disney Plus, well, you'll be happy to hear that season two will debut on Nat Geo on January 1st with all episodes, every wow. single one of them streaming on Disney Plus beginning on January 4th. So that is one of our favorite shows. Can't wait for the magic of uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom to come back. Right. I, when we were on the African Trek um, out there, we were talking to some of the, you know, uh, tour guys who yeah. actually work at, you know, obviously Animal Kingdom. And they were telling us how they had wrapped up recording the next right. season. And so it was kind of exciting. I mean, they didn't really give any giveaways, but they did say it, it's going to be pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And some of the guys that were like, you know, they were still watching it. They love it. Yes. They love it there. And they're in it in, every right. single day. Exactly. I mean, not, not in the... The, the, our guides, I don't right. think we're actually in right, not animal the show, but they're in the park. Yeah. You know, they they they. This is 
their work. Right, so exactly. they're still experiencing it when they go home. Yes. That's how good the show was. Right. So, and we love it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great show. And uh, of course, narrate, I, I assume Josh Gad will be narrating it again. Hopefully. Because um, mm-hmm. he's so great. Um, so that's exciting news. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yep. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, <laughs> awesome, all things great. She does the best research. She has the best lists. She definitely has the very best tip. So let's go ahead and get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Thank you, sweetie. So my tip has to do with, um, you know, if you're trying to plan like either, uh, let's say a proposal or a gender reveal activity at the parks, one of the way- places where you can get some real good ideas and inspiration actually is at the Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings and Honeymoons website. Um, there they have, you know, a blog. They also have other, um, locations where you can see some inspirational, whether it's pictures or stories, but you can really get some wonderful ideas of, you know, how to go about some of these, especially like with the proposal. And in fact, they actually have engagement planners that you could, if you wanted to reach out to them and, you know, actually plan something with their assistance to have it in mind. But if not, even if you just want to do some things on your own, you know, they, they have ideas and suggestions there, whether you want to include it with like an attraction or at a special restaurant or, you know, at a particular resort, something like that. But you can really find some really creative ideas. And actually, as I was looking at it, that's where I thought, oh, you actually could come up with some ideas here for gender reveal. Mm. Um, events that if you want to incorporate with your friends and families safely not like some people yes. are doing out there no yeah starting fireworks and everything yes. like that but um yeah so it's a great resource um if you want to look for some ideas of how to do something really unique some fun things to um have these types of celebrations wonderful yeah uh, lots of people have those kind of plans and they want yes. to do it in a special place and right. you know the walt disney world resort the disneyland resort disney cruise line what better places than those exactly yeah create some terrific memories right, for sure. right. So, so. michelle's tip always <laughs> the best tip uh, my tip this week is just going to be something simply that we've discussed many times um but i'm going to bring it back up because it it came into play again for this trip. And that is when you go to the parks, especially for some of these things that would have a lot of different holiday delicacies mm-hmm. and everything. Um, it, I would suggest you to bring some reusable containers with mm-hmm. you that you can kind of pop some of these items in and bring them either back to your resort or back to your home right. with you. Because there are so many wonderful things to try. Now, there were some misses, as we mentioned mm-hmm. today, but there was a lot of great food that we did get to sample. And there's more coming um, that you're going to want to take and maybe you're, you know, look, it's great. I don't want to have to go back out and get it again. I may want it later in the evening or maybe something you just didn't even finish that day. You know, when you're eating at the park, right. this way you can bring it back to your room and enjoy it later, or you can bring it home with you and have a little Disney magic with you at home. You know, right. it's really easy to bring some of these containers in a backpack or a bag of some sort and just break them out and use them. Yes. Some of some places will have to go boxes and to go, um, Containers. bags, containers, um, at the actual, uh, 
restaurants that you're going to, but not everyone does. So having these with you, um, and some of them you can have even have like a more of a structured plastic one, might keep like you know, we kept her eclair right. um, much more intact because we had this thing to not make sure it got smashed in the back of the, the backpack. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, no, it's a great idea. Or like, let's say you want to do the cookie stroll over at Epcot, but you don't really want to eat that many cookies all in one day. Right. You know, you can still have some to, or one time. And like you said, bring them back to your room. Or if you're going home that evening, you know, have them for another time. Um, that's, that is a really great idea. And one of the things that, you know, since we're talking about to go and you're saying some of these uh, restaurants have already to go containers, um, when you're doing mobile ordering, some of them will specifically give you that option you have to look for it it doesn't necessarily prompt you but you can um select whether you're going to eat there at the the quick service location or the whatever the mobile service location is or to go right so that they know whether to package it up you can also ask when you get up there if they have anything that can seal it up as a to-go order Mm -hmm. because sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll either have boxes or they'll have a cover for a plate and some bags and stuff that you can put them in as well but if you have brought along some containers as well you're already ahead of the game Mm -hmm. just in case you can't find something and like some of the stuff like you're not going to get at some of these marketplace kiosks right uh through the you know the festival of the arts or the festival of the holidays or whatever you're not going to get um to go to go packaging packaging there so though that's a way you can buy something and just put it into one of these and take it back to your room right 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 you know or we've done it before sometimes it's having one of those it's a little bit um you know larger that we've you know, if we've gone to one of the kiosks and got multiple things that we could put it in there, not necessarily just to take back, but just to ha- be able to carry it rather than trying to carry three separate right. plates. Yeah, um, if you wanted, you know, I, I like this food over here, but I want this cocktail that's being right, served over here right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, I think we'll go with it really well. Yeah. You know, something so, like that. Yeah. For sure. Good. So. Good idea. Thanks. Good idea. Uh, that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we'll be having our great friend Justin Monorail come and join us on this show for the first time in quite a while. We were on his show. Mm-hmm. It's been about a couple months now. But we've been looking for an occasion to bring him back on. And, well, you know, he has a new podcast entitled The Passholder Lounge. Mm-hmm. And we thought we'd talk to him about favorite Disney lounges, right? of course. Makes yes. sense, right? <laughs> exactly. I, I, I'm going to guess one of his favorites is located in Animal Kingdom. Park. Yeah. That would just be, yeah. you know, a wild guess. <laughs> I think I've heard that from him <laughs> a couple hundred times, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a great location. And I know location. that's, yeah, and <laughs> it's one lounge. of our favorites yes. too. And we know that uh, a lot of people love that place. Right, but right. We also want to hit on some other ones that yeah. maybe people don't know about as much like the one we were talking about mm-hmm. today. Right. For sure. So. That's it. We appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Also, we have a YouTube channel. You want to find us there? Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, Please hit us up at our Gmail account, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Right. And one of the things we like to remind you, too, is we really appreciate anything that you could do to help support this podcast in the way of telling a friend about this. Or if you have a moment to do a review or rating, we'd really appreciate it. We would really appreciate it. And we appreciate everybody who's already done that. 
Thank you so very much. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.